Please be seated. To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests gathered here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God upon which we base our message on this last Sunday of the church year is the gospel for today. You heard it read before from Matthew chapter 25. I recall just these words. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, my father has blessed you. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. The king will answer them, I can guarantee this truth. Whatever you did for one of my brothers or sisters, no matter how unimportant they seemed, you did for me. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who lived for us, died for us, rose again, ascended into heaven, and will return to take his children to be with him, my beloved. So here we are already at the end of the church year. And the end of the calendar year is also rapidly closing in on us. And you know what that means? Pretty soon, besides a whole lot of people beginning to plan their New Year's resolutions, pretty soon the futurists and the psychics and the prognosticators are going to be attempting to get out their crystal balls and try to peer into the future. And we all know that even the farmer's almanac tries to take a shot at it, too. Funny, uh, you read those psychics and those uh, futurists uh, predicting the future, and if things turned out the way that they said, then they say, they say uh, you know, I've got a 75 to 85% success rate, you know, in my predictions. The ones who fail make all sorts of excuses. But the ones who say, you know, I got a pretty good uh, prediction uh, percentage, 85%, immediately, it designates them as false prophets because all of God's prophets in Holy Scripture, their prophecies were 100% accurate. The greatest prophet of all, our dear Lord Jesus Christ, was 100% accurate in all of his prophecies. So today, let's let Jesus see into the future with 100% accuracy. He gives us the details of the day of his return, the last day. On that day, for those who have rejected the dear Lord Jesus Christ, it'll be a day of fear, horror, terror, dread, and damnation. For those who, by the grace of God through faith, are children of God on that day, it'll be a day of awe and joy and happiness and salvation. Jeremiah 29. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. What will the future be? As we look into the future, the last day will be the happiest day for all the disciples of Jesus Christ. So let's review the events in their chronological sequence. 
and see how Jesus outlines the agenda for the day. When Jesus returns, he's going to return visibly in human form. That Jesus who was born in all humility in a barn in Bethlehem, that same Jesus who was humiliated, spit upon, pierced, and crucified, is now going to return with all of his heavenly angels with power and great glory. Remember the angels? As they spoke to the disciples with their heads looking up to the sky, this same Jesus who was taken from you into heaven will come in the very, back in the very same way you saw him go into heaven. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. At that time, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Jesus tells us in the Revelation to St. John, the last book of the Bible, he said when he returns, every eye shall see him. Did you recognize what a miraculous mystery that is? Every eye shall see. What happens if Jesus comes back from heaven and lands in uh, China? How are we going to see him over here? What happens if Jesus comes from heaven and lands in Argentina? How are the people in Europe going to see him? Miraculous mystery. But they're all going to be gathered in front of them, in front of him. Where are they all going to fit? Millions and trillions and billions, all the people who have ever lived and are living at that day. One of my seminary professors says, you know, maybe if you emptied Lake Winnebago, got it all dry, and had everybody stand there shoulder to shoulder, you could fit them all in. I doubt it. Millions and trillions and billions. You know how God's going to do it? God is God, and you are not. The people of every nation will be gathered in front of him. Everyone who is living on that day, everyone who has ever lived is going to be there. The dead will be raised, and we will be changed. Albert Einstein will be there. Adolf Hitler will be there. Abraham Lincoln will be there. Lady Gaga will be there. Moses will be there. Mary Magdalene will be there. Judas Iscariot will be there. St. Peter will be there. Osama bin Laden will be there. Mary and Martha will be there. You and I will be there. We'll all be gathered in front of him, and then he will be then Jesus will begin to physically separate the believers from the unbelievers, and there's only going to be two camps. Jesus said it's going to sort of be like a, a shepherd. You know, he lets the goats and the sheep run together during most of the year, but when it comes to shearing time, then you separate the goats from the sheep. First of all, Jesus speaks to those who are going to be on the right, the sheep. Come, my father. My father has blessed you. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you before the creation of the world. Whatever you did for one of my brothers or sisters, no matter how important they seemed, you did it for me. The judge will be there to present the evidence. What's the evidence? Jesus says to his believers, look at all the things you did. 
Somebody once said, it is very true that we are saved, that we are saved by grace through faith, but we will be judged by our deeds as evidence of our faith. Not merit, but motive. Not how much, but why to serve Jesus. Everything we did was like serving Jesus. Jesus himself. It's like you saw Jesus in everyone. You changed Jesus' diapers. You sent a get well card to Jesus. You gave your mercy ministry offering to Jesus. You made quilts for Jesus. You visited Jesus in the hospital. You gave hot dogs to Jesus. You visited Jesus at the funeral of a loved one, your friends. All acts of faith-based kindness to others. It's just like you did it for Jesus. Maybe there's a direction for us today then on this last Sunday of the church year. From now on, try to see Jesus in everyone. Then those on the left will be presented with the evidence. No evidence. Oh, perhaps they did some outwardly good things in life, gifts uh, for charity, volunteered in hospitals, delivered meals on wheels. But without faith, God says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. You did not do it for me. When Jesus comes to judge, at the very same time, the end will come. As we heard in the epistle reading for this morning, Christ will hand over the kingdom to God the Father as he destroys every ruler, authority, and power. Finally, the end of the godless, sinful rule of mankind over this planet and all the powers are going to be that resisted God's kingdom are going to be destroyed. That means Nazism, fascism, communism, ISIS, Hamas, Al-Qaeda, terrorists. Even Satan himself is going to be hurled into the pit of fire. So how do you feel about all of this? Are you afraid? Well, I suppose you should be and you shouldn't be, depending upon how you define fear. I always say there's two ends of the spectrum to fear. When something big and powerful and imminent and huge is coming to hurt you, then there is fear and dread and horror. But when there is something big and powerful and imminent and huge coming to help you, then there is peace and safety. Still never forget, and I know some of you heard the story, but I remember going to one of the Packer playoff games at Lambeau Field with my brothers. And there was a flyover. There were three jets. And I don't know if for some reason that that day they miscalculated the GPS system, but they were really low. And, of course, you don't know that they're there until they're right overhead. And when they flew over, you go, whoa! You could see almost the guts of the plane. They were that low. I'm glad those guys are for us something huge and imminent and uh, 
and uh, big coming to help us. Hey, I'm glad those guys are for us. Jesus is coming. Fear? Say, awesome! On that day, awesome! Jesus, you're here. I don't deserve it. Here in life, you've had some happy days, haven't you? Graduations, baptisms, confirmations, weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, vacations. When Jesus returns, it'll be the happiest day of all for his brothers and sisters when he ushers out time and eternity begins. Jesus has prepared a kingdom for you to comfort us. We need not fear his return. Because Jesus, your Jesus, has forgiven all of your sins, you will be found at his right hand. You will receive the kingdom that he has prepared for you before the creation of the world. He loved you so much that he planned your salvation and your reward before the creation of the world. Words of St. Paul. The Lord will come from heaven with a command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God. First, the dead who believed in Christ will come back to life. Then together with them, we who are still alive will be taken in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. In this way, we will always be with the Lord, so then comfort each other with these words. That's your future. Guaranteed 100%. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.